Urban Forum coming to you live on 106.1 FM every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. Jagat Dinkar and Subodh welcome you on the best talk show in Houston, Texas. When you talk, everyone listens. This is Open Forum. Folks, welcome back to Open Forum. Every Saturday on 103.5 FM, humfmradio.com. It's such a pleasure being back in Houston from a long trip in India. What a great uh, great trip I had, actually, watching cricket games. And I know we talked a lot about that last time. So today we're going to shift some gears out here and talk about even more important stuff than we did last Saturday. And it's something that on Open Forum we take pride in discussing organizations in Houston, in USA, all over the world, which strive very hard to make sure that everybody lives happily. And I think that's a broad term that I use, but I think that becomes a mission of a lot of organizations that I talk to. And one such organization we're going to talk to today is none other than a very uh, old organization, I would say, started more than two decades ago, Seva International. I remember um, Seva International at the forefront during the hurricane that we had a few oh. years ago. What a disaster it was for Houston and Houstonians. And so many organizations at that time came up front and helped uh, the victims of the disaster. And I Remember very clearly, Seva International was at the forefront. So that's my understanding of what Seva International does, help people in disasters. But you know what? I'm just a host of this radio show. We are actually going to have some experts here uh, talk about Seva International and talk about AmeriCorps, which is another uh, very important organization in the United States, which again strives to make sure People live happily, if that, in a nutshell, if I can say it, put it that way. So I want to welcome two of my guests to Open Forum. Um, Kavita, I'm just going to stick with first names today. We are friends. Kavita and Carol, welcome to Open Forum. Thank, Thank you, you so much. I think, and I think y'all have, I know Kavita, you've been on our show yes. talking about Seva, but Carol, I, I, been on once before. I think you have too. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, excellent. So you know that we have a big audience listening to us. Mm -hmm. And um, if they have a question, they will call us. If they don't have a question, we're going to answer the question as if they actually called the question. A <laughs> number out here is 1-888-749-1035. Seva International, of course, is a nonprofit organization, as is AmeriCorps. And they do a lot of stuff. And all these um, organizations in Houston and across the world obviously need funds so that they can help others. You know, there are people like me, for example. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I can write checks to fund, uh, you know, for, to organizations. I can, I, 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 maybe I cannot be the boots on the grounds, but I can fund those boots on the grounds to go and help others. And, you know, then I can sleep well at night. <laughs> I do true. well. Very true. You know, luckily yes. God has been kind. I've worked hard. I've studied very hard and I've done well. And I'm just one in Houston, when I say I, I talk for thousands of Houstonians who are in the same boat as I am. Mm -hmm. But then there are millions in Texas and in the country who are not that fortunate, right. who've tried very hard, but due to uh, either natural calamities or just personal disasters, 
illnesses and other disasters, they've not been able to live happily as others have. So we're going to talk to two different organizations, which I think have done so well. And I, I like to see if they are just kind of amalgamating somewhere in the middle and helping each other and hence helping the world, if I can put it that way. So welcome, Kavita, and welcome, Caro. Let's talk about Seva International first. Tell us, first about you, uh, mm -hmm. Kavita, how are you involved? What's your designation there? And then tell us a, a little bit about the organization itself. Thank you so much for both for having me over here. So Seva International, my name is Kavita Tiwari, and I serve as the executive director for Seva International Houston chapter. My association with Seva goes back more than a decade. I first uh, came across the organization as a volunteer myself. Um, I was looking for opportunities to work with, to volunteer alongside my family, and I chanced upon the organization. At that point, they were just starting to serve uh, refugee communities coming from Bhutan, Uh, and f as a South Asian, it was a very big surprise for me to see in other South Asian communities uh, trying to find and build a home in Houston. Uh, so that was something that really drew me to the organization, and I've never looked back. Uh, I joined them officially in 2013. And what, so what had happened in Bhutan that time? So was Bhu it an earthquake? In, or? So, no. uh, so Bhutan has had uh, always had a very strong ethnic Nepali Hindu population. Yes, yes. And at some point of time, there was a very big pitch for ethnic cleansing in Bhutan, okay. where the native Buddhist population wanted to get away from, like get, send these people who were Nepalese ethnicity, mm -hmm. practicing Hindus out yeah. of the country because they felt oh, wow, that. Okay. So there was an ethnic cleansing gotcha, happening there. Gotcha. And that's how UN stepped in and U.S. Uh, took in 60,000 refugees. Wow. So How many came to Houston? Quite a few? I would say at least eight to 10,000 people. That's a lot. And okay. that's a lot of people when you just have no clue. Yes. For you as a South Asian, you think your region is very stable. Right. There are no refugees from or no Hindu refugees that right. I've ever seen. Right. So uh, people who were very familiar to us had same culture, similar practices, uh, dressing sense was pretty right. similar. So it kind of came natural to the mm -hmm. organization to step up and help. But we didn't stop there. Uh, Sevas is currently working with Afghani refugees, Sudanese, Eritrean refugees. We actually have a very solid program that uh, particularly mentors and takes care of young people <coughs> in the school systems who are of refugee immigrant background. And that's how the organization first started its service years. And then, of course, just as you mentioned, disaster. Uh, disaster uh, resiliency is a very strong focus area for SEVA. We started out just <coughs> by rescuing victims during Harvey or other natural disasters, but gradually the program grew into trying to incorporate prevention and uh, training uh, to become more resilient on how to handle these disasters. And uh, we can discuss this maybe a little later on, but every right. dollar that you spend in training and uh, preparedness you save $6 in rescue, rehab, and uh, prevention later on, right? So that's what our organization's focus is. Currently, we, just as you mentioned, Carol uh, is part of SEVA International. She's our AmeriCorps program manager, but SEVA has a grant gotcha. from AmeriCorps, which we implement and use that capacity building to serve more people in Houston. Um, and uh, the organization has really grown strength to strength, most recently also received a grant from EPA, the Environmental Protection yes. Agency, to yes. plant trees uh, to prevent global warming. Wow. ALIF is the area of focus. That's also the area of focus where we work in the school districts. Very proud to be part of Fort Bend. In fact, Sonal School is something, uh, the Butcher Elementary is something where we are going to serve in auction, on December 11th to do an after-school program for kids there. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so all these Expansions happened over a decade-long period, so yes. SEVA has grown very organically and after taking into account what the community needs. You know, SEVA means helping others. Service, yes. Service. Selfless right? service. <clears throat> and I see that although it's a Hindu organization, mm -hmm. but it's not confined to helping just Hindus. I've, I've, I've noticed that you're all over the world. Correct. Right now, what are you all doing in Ukraine? I think there's something yes. going on. In, tell us a little bit about that. So, um, <coughs> so the organization is is a Hindu faith-based organization, just like Red Cross is and Catholic Charity is. But our charter is to serve everybody who is in need. 
So without discrimination of race, color, or gender, or ethnicity, we are serving people across the world, um, whether it is floods in uh, Pakistan or the, the crisis that unfolded <coughs> in Ukraine, where we had so many students of mm-hmm. different countries stuck while the war, war broke out. Right. Uh, the organization was um, instrumental in rescuing close to 20,000 students uh, in medical colleges there and engineering colleges. And these were kids uh, who were one day going to school and the next day the country was shut down. Right. So you can imagine the kind of humanitarian disaster it was. So Seva really stepped up there. Um, <coughs> we also serve in Cambodia. We also serve in Colombia. We are working with Native American populations there that are impacted by the drug trade. So the mm. organization just takes up these causes, which kind of align with us. Our three main causes, of course, is help people in distress. So that's where the disaster phase comes into place. Helping communities... Uh, in the local communities, right? So I might be living in Houston. I have certain challenges I see in my community. Uh, Houston is the biggest, uh, is the receiver of the biggest refugee populations of any city in the country. So I saw that 10 years back, and that's when the first program was opened with ALEF ISD to start serving language intervention programs for kids wow. who are at risk, mm-hmm. who were just walking out of the, uh, like, you know, the shelters on the border and they didn't know any English. So that's how we started. Now we are servicing two major school districts in the area. So for us, that's been a very gratifying journey to see how everything was built on based on the community need. Right. We never went out and wanted to implement an agenda. So if the environmental program, the grant that we have from EPA, it's because of us living in Alif, right. us serving in Alif, and seeing that Alif is routinely 10 degrees hotter than Houston. Goodness. If you, if you, there's a heat map of the city, if you go back and research, you will see Alif is routinely 10 degrees hotter than the rest of I the Houston area. Is you didn't because, know that. Is it because there's a lot of concrete and Absolutely. wood out there? Is that and there is, you do have no trees. No you do trees, not have yeah. that nice beautification that you have in richer neighborhoods. Yeah. So hold, hold your thought on that because we're going to come back and talk. Sure. I want to give Carol a little mm-hmm. while about uh, what she does. And I, I, th- I think now I get a little better idea of what... Uh, Carol's role is, but I'm going to let Carol talk about it. Welcome to Open Forum, Ms. Carol. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Carol Juarez, and I have been with SEVA for six years, doing a number of different things, as is very common in any nonprofit organization. We all wear different hats, and even when they give us a new one, we still keep the other ones. (laughs) I like that, yeah. I never throw away my shoes. We never throw away our hats. If it rains, I wear my worst shoes. If it doesn't rain, I wear the good ones. So I I started out on the education front and Harvey hit. So I was immediately immersed in in disaster and case management and um, and then went into the grant writing because we needed um, uh, uh, grants to support the continued recovery that was taking place. And that evolved into writing a grant for the AmeriCorps uh, funding that we saw as the best way to build capacity mm-hmm. for the organization to expand and address the needs that were so evident in the communities that we serve. Um, you you talked about um, uh, organizations such as ours working toward having individuals be happy. Yes. We phrase it slightly different, but it's exactly what we're doing. You see, I'm a physician, so we talk to <laughs> in a different lingo, Without, but I'd love to hear no, what... You'll, you'll, yeah. under, yeah, you'll understand this, because I, it, I think it, it caters to that. And so we, we say we address all the social determinants mm-hmm. of individual well-being. If we can address every need that that human has, we can ensure that they are well. And then if each of those humans that's in that community is well, then we have a community that's thriving. Um, And what we see is that, you know, an an individual who doesn't, loses his job, for example, or is unemployed to begin with, um, that's not his only problem. 
His problems are that now he can't pay the rent, he can't put foot on the table, there's stress in his household, there's stress in him. He maybe can no longer get his blood pressure medicine that he was mm-hmm. on before when he was employed. His English isn't as good because he's a refugee and therefore learning, becoming more proficient <coughs> in English would help him get a more permanent a position. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in order to get those jobs, he needs to be competitive, so he's got to gain those hard skills and soft skills that he doesn't have the funds to right. gain. If we address each one of those, so that's, you know, physical health, mental health, uh, job skills, uh, language proficiency, basic needs to get him Mm -hmm. going until he gets things under control, that's what our program does now. So, and and that program is important because you know how to do fundraising through grant writing. Is that true? Because the U.S. government... And other governments over the world, they do have monies kept somewhere. And how to tap that money to help society is a challenge sometimes. And that's where you get in. Tell us a little, I know we talked about SEWA and AmeriCorp. Mm-hmm. Tell us, if you can, yeah. about AmeriCorp, its corp itself. Then how do you all incorporate mm-hmm. into SEWA? Because there are a lot of listeners mm-hmm. out there who may have young youngsters yes. who need hours. For the school programs, etc. Or just need to be. For example, my son, after he finished uh, college. You did? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, last time. He went and did teach for America. That's right. Which is part of America. That's part of America. But I'm I'm not going to talk about my son because (laughs) otherwise I'll be just bragging about him. But he's an important role model. But let's let's hear from you. How does that whole uh, thing happen? Well, you know, this this was um, developed under the Department of Labor, interestingly enough, AmeriCorps. And um, it was – there's a long trajectory, but the – the state and national service that we are aligned with um, started in the 90s under uh, Bill Clinton. And um, the objective was to uh, give individuals, young people uh, in communities that were underserved, the opportunity Mm -hmm. to gain skills by carrying out state and national service. And Things have evolved. Uh, We have made a really, really um, strong effort to come back to the origins of why the program was started. We provide um, workforce development as part of the program. We uh, have these individuals come in and serve. Uh, They enroll for a year. They serve, depending on their positions, 900 hours, 1,700 hours. It, it depends on, on the role, but they're meant to complete that. They only get a living allowance. Okay. It's a stipend. Uh, it's not an hourly wage, mm-hmm. and um, they live at the poverty line. What happened because of that was that what, what uh, the enrollment became very much one of privileged young Mm -hmm. people who could take a gap year after college on their way to med school or on their way to grad school. Um, And they were at home, mom and dad were taking care of them, and they could carry out the service. And and Mm -hmm. that's great. But neglected were those ones in the very communities that we're serving that also should come into it. And so Seva has taken on a very intentional path to this. We now have a program that has, um, well, this year's, has 11 nationalities, nine different languages. Um, Our youngest member is 19. Our oldest member is 82. No way. Yes. And wow. and Seniors. every age in between, uh, we have and these are volunteers. Now again, we are talking about American right. yeah. members, yeah. and so members. they come in, they commit, they sign a contract, and they they come they twelve come months, in. Mm-hmm. twelve months. Uh, in our our program oh, is ten months, hours, 10 months for nine hundred okay. hours. Uh, we have half time positions. Uh, <clears throat> this allows them to get another job if they want. For the retired gotcha. uh, individuals. Uh, they still want to remain relevant. And so they come in, they serve for uh, half-time hours, wow. uh, but they're still getting their uh, Enough time uh, Social Security or yeah. the Retirement Pension Fund. Um, we have um, people in their 40s, 50s who were uh, stay-at-home parents, for mm-hmm. example, and, or, uh, and are now trying to get back empty the nest. They're trying yeah. to get back into the workforce. Or they were in the corporate world, and now they've decided that since their kids are no longer at home, they can transition right. into something that perhaps is more meaningful to yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And then we have the younger ones who are um, 
We've had uh, retired from the military after serving, um, 38 years old, comes out, what to do. I got the point. So now let me ask you a question. When um, these folks are onboarded, do you train them or do uh, do they just train on the job? Are you our, trained? Our because the reason yes. I'm saying is that there yes. are a lot of people listening out mm-hmm. there who may have youngsters who may be, what you just said, I get patients who say, hey, look, I'm 50 plus, I want to start doing some volunteer work. And I'm yeah. like, you know, my first thing is, yeah, I can get you into a nursing home. And they don't like to do that. Right. No. They want to do something different. Yeah. But now I got something to go back and say, Absolutely. hey, call Seva International and maybe they can uh, hook you up with this program. Each of our positions provides certifications in with a knowledge base in the area that they're going to serve. We serve in mental health, mm-hmm. community health, job readiness, uh, education, adult education as well as K through 12, and um, disaster preparedness. So they get training in those areas. They get a basic training of um, 90 hours when they come in, and then throughout the year they are trained in everything from um, (laughs) mental health first aid to CPR to laughing yoga to That's uh, relieve stress. That is so amazing. It's, so, it's, it's such a pleasure meeting both of y'all <laughs> one more time after a whole decade in the same <laughs> studio. Although we changed the studio. Uh, I don't know. Uh, were you in the same studio last time, Kavita? I think yes, it, I oh. think yes. so. Yes. Yes. Right, I see Rehan just walked you. in, so I'm just trying to <laughs> brag about the studio we have out here. <laughs> Folks, you're listening to Open Forum. My name is Subodh. I have Kavita and Carol in the studio with me. We're talking about Seva International. I'm going to go back to Ms. Kavita. You mm-hmm. talked about the disasters all over the world sure. that you'll go and show your presence and uh, you know make sure everyone's well, which then asks, uh, begs the question of you that do you all have Seva organizations all over the world? And can you tell me how many, if you know, there are? And does Ukraine have one? Because if someone's helping the Ukrainians... There's got to be someone locally who's doing it, right? Give us a little gist on that. So, so, but to answer your question, Seva International, like the name suggests, has international presence. We are in 25 countries. Each country runs its own organization as a fiscal identity. For example, Seva International USA USA, is incorporated in U.S., all our fiscal responsibility stays here. We follow the rules of the land in every single meaning of that word. Wow. so, Seva UK has its own presence. In fact, in Seva UK, they are very, very, very big on International Day of Service, <coughs> which even the Prime Minister there participates every year. So, it's That's a amazing. huge, huge undertaking there. Uh, similarly, in other countries like Trinidad and Tobago, when you were home, in Colombia, there is Seva Colombia. In Ukraine, uh, particularly, we didn't have presence in Ukraine, but because of the EU, right. we had presence in Poland, uh, which is right on the border. With Ukraine. So they so could go and help. They could go in right away. They could actually pull in volunteers from UK. They could pull in volunteers from um, the Holland, uh, all the other Netherlands and other countries nearby. And because of the free mobility across mm-hmm. the EU, yes. these people were quickly able to set up. So they did not go directly into Ukraine. There were some food kitchens that were set up in UK to feed the uh, students <coughs> and anybody who was in transition trying to get out of the war zone. They did that, but uh, the, there was a huge relief camp which was set on the border. Mm-hmm. As soon as people crossed over from Ukraine into Poland, there was a huge, huge presence, uh, logistics gotcha. about. So not just that, Seva is able to coordinate with different embassies. So, right. for example... There was a presence of the Indian embassy. There was a presence from Pakistani embassy. There was a presence from... So Seva was working with all different nationalities yeah. in order to get volunteers to extract these people from the border conflict area and other region, regions where, the, where there was disturbance. Is and anything happening in, in, in the uh, Gaza Strip area? Because that's not where... Not that I know of, they, but I know... we need a lot, lot of, of relief, right? Sure, but think. the thing is, Gaza's situation is it's, not... It's, it's, it's like very volatile right now. Very volatile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not something. you... all have you, to have your volunteers to be safe. Basically. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. So in order to get into a zone, which is basically a bombing zone, mm-hmm. and it's smaller than Bel Air... Yes. Mm-hmm. 
that's my comparison that right, I right, heard right. from someone. Wow, uh, okay. it's so small. I didn't know that it's that yes. small. Okay. It's that small. Darn, small really? as millions yes. of people living there and it's exactly. smaller than the little town. high population density yes, in just yes, an area yes. smaller than Bel Air. That is sad. Okay. Uh, to get Yes, we've had uh, like you know relief material. For yes. example, whatever happened in Afghanistan, so we do send relief material, but that also is not easy to do in a Gaza area because yeah. you know there is no way stuff is moving back and forth. Did you all get a chance to help the earthquake victims in Pakistan when that happened? Yes. Tell us a little bit about yes. that. Yes. So any time there is a natural calamity, we actually the first thing that Save International USA does is releases some funds from its own. um pool of money Good. so we have some designated funding uh, in the national chapter uh, so how the structure of the organization is there seva international usa and there seva international houston we are houston centric so our mission is to support everything that happens in houston which is education environmental projects that we do mm-hmm. whether it's disaster preparedness family services providing families with resources case management everything under the umbrella of Houston our services are local so when we fundraise we say we are doing it for Houston so every dollar that a person gives in Houston stays in Houston mm-hmm. but in times of natural disaster everything kind yeah. of is so open can, yeah yes. so you can open up your wallet and we are going to send open it. up a wallet so do all the chapters Absolutely, contribute yes. okay. that's what happens so for example that is we, amazing it's yes. so good to hear so when Houston got hammered by Harvey yes uh, area yeah. raised money um atlanta raised money new jersey raised money people across the country not just save our chapters yeah corporations we got calls from intel saying we know houston is yes. suffering we know you guys are actively doing rescue because our name was all over the place yes uh the reason being we had at that point i'll not say it's a steady number always but mm-hmm. at, during harvey something strange happened yeah people who had never ventured out of their homes to call their neighbor right became rescue mm-hmm. workers oh that's amazing yes i know a few so, of my friends who did mm-hmm. that too yeah 2000 people signed up to volunteer during harvey that's just amazing. to have i, I remember because i was manning a phone line yeah um i was on a medical leave but when this happened i was like no on i can't phone, sit yeah. here i have to do something so the easiest <clears> thing to do i couldn't go around run up and do other stuff physically but i was manning a phone line and we were the only south asian organization which south asians and people of ethnic backgrounds mm-hmm. could call and narrate their issues right. so i would get a call i and got the language barriers the language open, barriers yeah. yes so we had eight people in houston manning phone lines one for shugal and one for kedi kedi seems like nice suburb but it got hammered so bad yes, that you're in cyprus i got a call from this uncle and auntie who were older couple the entire ground floor was flooded and they were calling from the the cell phone the yeah. first floor so a boat had to go in so your volunteers so we were hands on basically yeah. very hands on and forget not the, just forget writing the checks right. we were right that's there exactly right. that's, that's so amazing. that's the beauty of seva boots yeah. on ground like you yeah. said yes. and what seva does very well is network yes. with agencies so yeah. we are fema's top 7 faith based nonprofit for disaster So anytime there's a disaster awesome. yeah. FEMA calls us because we are in their top list. In fact when the FEMA number 1 employee number 1 is like the CEO of FEMA she's called employee 1 when she's appointed by the congress it's a proper mm-hmm. appointment yeah. approval process she chose to visit us hold all her meetings at wow. Seva office here mm-hmm. and we are very um you know finally we were recognized yes for us that was a big thing because seva is one thing we don't do very well is advertise ourselves yes which i think that's the reason we are here so that we can well, use your platform you to- got 70000 people listening <laughs> to you right now so yeah so so i was going to uh, deviate a little bit and go towards the funding of this you know sure. it's it's awesome to do a lot of work it needs resources Absolutely. and money you know you could have people donate food donate blankets etc etc et but you also need cash correct. for so many other ver- so many reasons correct. so that's my question i'm going to give it to both of y'all how do y'all do your fundraising i mean there are some government um, you know funds available which you do grant writing and then you do some fundraisers so sure. uh, maybe carol you can start yeah. with the grant. government grant uh, we, we um, writing and fundraising how that's, do you do that well, I, and, and 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 to segue into another question and then you can answer them mm-hmm, together mm-hmm. are you all as well as you are recognized now um, you know organizations like unesco who bill gates blah 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 there's so many out there have you all tapped those resources 
or is that in the pipeline? Well, we have to grow into that role. <laughs> Not Bill Gates yet. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we can call Bill one day soon. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Billy. <laughs> If he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but we are appealing to, uh, we partner with big organizations Being with AmeriCorps, the EPA, uh, at a national level, we, we are certainly finding our place as mm -hmm. an organization. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's, it's a stepping stone process. So as organizations fund you, other organizations recognize mm -hmm. you. Um, and the, There are different types of funders, so the government grants are accessible to everyone. Um, there are organizations set up to specifically fund um, endowments and, and other philanthropic organizations that will only fund you if they have recognized you and invited you right. to do so. And we are now at that point okay. where that we are being now. considered mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and being invited to solicit and, so and it's another phase of your organization of the development yeah, of the of development, development and, and the stature of, of the organization so so it's wonderful and we're now called upon um to participate in panels that have mm. nothing to do with us necessarily directly mm -hmm. but because they recognize the work that we do we then get a a, a more public face and and that also puts us in front of funders uh, who recognize us fantastic um the the um so those those various types of grants are are what we need for the really big chunks right. but then it's the funders and all that Kavita and then Kavita tell us about that. the local you yeah. know you, you I think you said 40 chapters that we have in USA yes each chapter does its own fundraising right. talk us about talk to us about the fundraising we're going to be doing next week yeah. and in Houston and it's very important people understand that that's the money that's going to be used for so many different disasters all over the world uh, right. definitely locally as your priority but then When there are disasters in the world, earth, an earthquake, a tsunami, or, you know, forest fires that just kills people, mm -hmm. that's where you guys step in. Tell us about the local fundraising. So the local chapter, the Houston chapter, has its annual fundraiser. We, it's an acronym. It says HELP 2023. Sorry. Uh, HELP is an acronym. It stands for Help Every Life Prosper. Mm -hmm. And that is what we really, really believe So the philosophy at Seva is if you see a problem, you don't walk away from it. You try and do something about it. And we have never walked away from a challenge that mm -hmm. Seva has received or an observation that we can do something about. Mm -hmm. And also something to really uh, ponder upon is that we are there for the long haul. We don't start programs and shut them down. You will hear a lot of other initiatives in uh, other nonprofits that, mm -hmm. oh, the funding dried. And the, so we right. walked away from it. So we, we take a commitment. Especially up. around uh, the COVID time. A lot of organizations that I've been, you know, I've known on the periphery. Folded up, yeah. And did fold up, yeah. And yes. unfortunately, because that then the people who need help suffer. Correct. Right. But so, go ahead, please. for example, we started our first after-school program in an apartment complex where just refugees live. It's in southwest Houston. Started in 2013. <clears throat> and it still continues. The oh, demographics. Is it, is it health. Um, so, is it, what, what's it, tell us about the that. program. The yeah. program is called Aspire Tutorials. Aspire is an acronym again. It stands for Assuring Student Progress in Refugee Immigrant Education. Oh wow! Okay. So this started off as an after-school program in the evening between three and six, but this year gradually. No, what does that do? Teach uh, so English? it teaches English. It teaches. Make sure that you pass your class grade. Okay. That you are continuously improving your grades. By a letter. It's for young uh, It's students. It's for elementary students. Elementary. So we have tried working with high schoolers, but sometimes when you reach them, it's too late mm -hmm. uh, in their education progression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our philosophy is catch them Grass young, roots. start working yeah. them as, as young as six or seven years old. And we have kids who have been coming to our program since they were in <clears> first grade, graduated, come back and volunteer with us. Can you, yeah, I was going to say, can you give me an example of some good, good you know, outcomes Yes. So there was a student, and I think Carol can go ahead and explain that mm -hmm. situation, the one that family that we worked with, Carol, <coughs> the, special needs kids. The, we had um, 
a family with with a child who had um, autism, mm-hmm. who's on the spectrum, and um, brilliant child, mathematics, incredible. Um, the parents didn't know how to support him. He was bored in the classroom. Uh, we were able to help facilitate his transfer to um, T.H. Rogers okay. uh, Elementary. Um, he's here in the Southwest area uh, in their gifted program. Um, we helped facilitate the paperwork. We encouraged and educated the parents so that they understood what mm-hmm. this meant for their child and yeah. that it wouldn't impact the child negatively. So we play a really essential role in in providing that awareness for the families as well. And now that child um, is in um, very, gift- very special school. He's about to go wow. into well, and now he's about to go in. He'll finish this year and be going into high school, and he'll be going to one of the gifted programs that's as well. amazing and this is, is an immigrant family there is no way in the world the yeah. family this could was, have done it on their no. own steam had seva not been there to hold their hand through the entire right. process and to advocate on their behalf right. so how do you identify these uh, people i mean is it just students this, someone tells you that this no is a- so we have this program so what we do is about trying to overcome all <laughs> barriers for these kids uh, in apartment complexes where they live they're congregated 600 families in one un- apartment mm-hmm. complex so we run our schools within these apartment gotcha. complexes so these kids don't have need a right <clears throat> to go anywhere yeah. we are like a neighbor to them and we are a safe place to be when there is nobody at at home mm-hmm. so it's a after school after school program 3 to 6 wow uh after school is very cool and that after school is cool. also very very important mm-hmm. to what happens to your life right in your house and my house we have we are available for our children right. taking them for classes right. enrichment they come home as latchkey kids mm-hmm. they just have a key yes. no one to supervise them no homework help no education no interventions right. of any kind but when they enroll in seva they come in and not just them their entire family is adopted mm-hmm. so we are working with the parents for their uh, employment needs and this year all our after school three centers after school centers have transformed into community centers wow so in the morning the parents are getting esl education they are getting community health uh, advice every month with a new approach maybe it's diabetes one month mm-hmm. next month it is talking about cardiovascular health women's health right So we are partnering with IDA, uh, mm-hmm. local doctors' clinics here, uh, physician women's physicians group who have shown interest to come and teach these women about proactive healthcare, right? Right. right. And to look out for themselves about mental health. Uh, mm-hmm. So Carol's entire team is trained as mental health first aid specialists. Right. So they can sit and not just work with individuals, but they can train people. Or into when like you know interacting with many people. Right. For example, at a church, the clergy there mm-hmm. sees five hundred people. Yes. So her team can train the clergy to spot where there is an issue with an individual, and the diagnosis or the self realization is the first step to getting help. Right. So many times you see in our community, South Asian community, in the general community, mental health is a huge unfolding crisis. Yeah. Whether uh-huh. it's uh, opioid related, whether it's relationship related stress in school system whatever it is yeah so we want to set up a network and change the conversation and making this a very normal conversation in families that let's talk about this right and if mom and dad are uh, equipped with that knowledge they can have a better handle so who uh, who are the teachers at these community centers so carol do you want to take that one well we have um in in the afternoons for the after school program we have individuals who have a particular interest in childhood education and enrichment and um there are two adults there there is americorps support and there is volunteer help as well so they are very well uh catered to so it's not really teachers doing it it could be anyone who wants to it volunteer could be anyone who's interested in untrained. assisting a child and they untrained. will be trained okay. yeah mm-hmm. yes how do people get hold you know again uh, folks listening out there might mm-hmm. you know some interest might be mm-hmm. raising in, in their brains like i want to do this mm-hmm. i want to be part of help sure. how do people get in touch with y'all in the sense that look uh you know mr tiwari i want to i'm so and so and i'd like to help i can give 5 hours a week How, what do they do absolutely the best way to reach us is to uh call us on this number it's 
So again, I'll repeat the number. It's 281-909-7392. So that's the number to reach out to us. You can also get a hold of us by just dropping us a message on our Facebook page. We always look at it. We are always very regular with responding to messages and queries, but those are the two best ways to reach us. That, that's the best way to get to you. And, and you, obviously, y'all are 24 hours if you leave a message. Yes, we always respond. More often than not, it will be me responding. So I, can, <laughs> I take complete ownership. There you go. The fundraising that you're going to do be, uh, going to be doing this on Sunday, Sunday mm-hmm. can you give us a little bit, um, you know, so people who are interested, because it looks like a real good program that you have set up. Yes. Uh, so it's going to be a great program. Um, we have some very important speakers, uh, the new Council General of India is going to be there. He is very passionate about service. Uh, he's already been participating in many community events, but his passion is service and to give back. So that's something that we, I think it's going to be a wonderful uh, listening to him as well. Uh, we also have the CEO of HCA Healthcare, uh, Chris Ostenkowski, who's going to be there. Uh, he, his wife is a, he's very passionate about refugee causes. His wife himself, um, as I have learned recently that she has been, uh, a refugee background as well. So oh, he's really? very okay. passionate about what communities can do to help these resettling communities settle in better, uh, help them find a better footage. Um, so we also have a very exciting young talent from the University of Houston, the Dun Acapella Group. So please come out and encourage them, listen to them. They are just, they sound beautiful. You should definitely mm-hmm. look at the promo video on our Facebook page. It's out there. Uh, we also have wonderful local talent from Salil Bhatikar and um, other singers coming and participating. So it's going to be a musical program, looks it's like. It's musical. A musical night. Yes, a musical night. And uh, it's Sunday. Line. And it's convenient. It's 5 o'clock onwards. It's 4.30, and I think yeah. 4.30 mm-hmm. onwards. Mm-hmm. And, and we finish off by 8, 8.30. By 8 so o'clock. you guys are still good for your next work next day. Next work right. day. Yes. And no, one, uh, no one can take off on Monday. You can go back <laughs> to work. And- yeah, we believe in continuing getting things done. So we will be back at work on Monday. And mm-hmm. I hope people can join us. So as part of the fundraising then, uh, how do, do people buy Tickets? Do people buy tables or they can just write a check and mail it to you? How do you, what do you think? Sure. So we do have everything available on our website. Uh, but if you really are interested, just call us on this number again, um, the number that I gave out earlier. And I can repeat it one more time. You can call me on 281 281- 909-7392 and I can hook you up with a ticket. Nice. You can sponsor a table of 10 guests for $1,500. Uh, you can also contribute and be- become a bigger, a bigger contributor to save us causes by giving a larger amount. No amount is too small or uh, too large. It's a non-profit organization. It's a non-profit, so 501c3. You get your receipts. You get your tax benefits. Uh, we are probably the last scale of this season. Yeah. So open your probably, wallets. Yeah, <laughs> open your wallets and send us with, send us into the new year with good cheer. Um, so we look forward to everybody's participation. And Carol, I don't know if you know... Uh, folks, uh, Indian folks, they like two things in a gala. One <laughs> is free parking. Do we have free parking? Yes, absolutely. Uh, free take parking. That off, right? <laughs> Second is good food. Do yes, have, uh, absolutely. Sumptuous food, yes. So you've got some good entertainment. you got good food, free That's parking. Right. It's a Sunday. That's yes. pretty easy. Yes, Fourth and of, usually people don't have Sundays blocked on their calendar. Well, so you come mostly, in. yeah, most yeah. of the time they don't. Yeah. So you can come. And actually the best part is whatever little contribution and whatever big contribution one can make yes. goes a long way because what I've heard today is an amazing thing that y'all do. Yep. And it's it's an organization that's barely 20 years old. Yes. Do you do you happen to know the origins in 2003? How did this come? Yes. Who started it? And how did it spread so beautifully all over the world? So, um, Save International <coughs> USA got incorporated in 2003. Okay. And it was a group of like-minded people uh, because, you know, uh, the entire premise of the organization is like, you know, serving where you live and uh, uplift the communities that you live in. It was very natural progression for this set of volunteers. They said, you know what, we should find something uh, meaningful in our lives that we can do to give back to the community. So all of us, like, yes. I know I can't talk for Carol here, but I'm from India yeah. originally. 
My heart beats for India. She looks like she's from India too. <laughs> <laughs> my heart's there. It could be. My heart is there. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm half my, like, you know, I'm transplanted Houstonian. So I, half my life I've lived in India. So my heart beats for India. But I also see, feel very, very strongly and passionately about the country that I've made my home. Right. And I owe it to this place. Like in, in Hindi, we say Karm Bhumi and Jan Bhumi. So I was born there. But this is my place where I've earned and I've grown as a family. Mm-hmm. My kids have found their footing. My family has prospered. And it is definitely our, my moral duty to give back to where I'm living. Absolutely. So with that as a focus, it was very, very important for us to find something which was uh, not just religion-oriented mm-hmm. or uh, faith-based oriented or Indian-oriented because I'm not in India. This is not a temple or a right. mosque or whatever. My uh, loyalties and the organization's loyalties lies with the communities that we live in. And that is everybody that is here. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter who, what color, what skin, what religion. Like I said, we have 11 nationalities serving and working with SEVA as American numbers. Nine different languages spoken. 85SD, where we serve most of the time and, and have served the longest, has 66 languages spoken. Yes. So you can imagine we have very consciously gone out of a comfort zone and done things which has challenged us yeah. but also helped us grow right right uh, you know i'm going to ask you one question miss carol mm-hmm. about the families as we were having coffee earlier mm-hmm. we were talking about there are families that needed help what kind of help are we talking about i mean you know one of the things that always comes up is someone lost a job for example mm-hmm. and then suddenly the mortgage, the health benefits, blah, blah. I mean, I can just, there's a long list. How, where does Seva uh, come with, with the limited resources that y'all have? I, you know, it's not like, you, you, you're not Bill Gates. That's right. You, yes. let's, let's be That's honest. Right. He's got right. billions at his disposal. Mm-hmm. That's right. You don't. So how do you, you know, tailor that? Uh, the the need of that family to the resources that y'all have. We we have uh, Sevo has a very unique approach to serving the community, and that is that the the office does not have a lobby that receives individuals. Mm-hmm. Sevo, as an organization, knocks on people's doors and says, "How can we serve you?" Mm-hmm. It starts there. Mm-hmm. So the the. Initial contact is to learn what their needs are and then to determine how to meet those needs. It's a combination of partnerships with government entities and other nonprofits <coughs> who can help to uh, support those individuals, um, our own resources, our own training of them. So we have uh, community health outreach where we're training them on how to practice self-care, mental mm-hmm. health outreach. We we use a lot of knowledge that we share with the community to help elevate them um, and help them thrive. Um, and and knocking on doors you know we we have um been known to make calls because we wanted to have make sure that the families we were serving got a holiday dinner Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we reach out to our own friends and say help me out here (laughs) you know it can be as simple as that so we're we're willing to reach up to the Maybe the guy below Bill Gates, and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but also to our own families and neighbors to to yeah. support us. Fantastic. So, how do people in need? Now we talked about volunteers trying to reach sure. out to you. People in need, listening to us today, or maybe their neighbors, their families need something like that. How do they reach out to you all? The same. Is it the same, um, same exact phone number? phone number? Yes. Would you That's, give it out one more time, though? Okay, give me a second. Let me open my phone book. That's okay. I should have it by heart. I right? should have learned it by heart. Exactly. By heart. <laughs> the amount I've been okay, checking Okay, so with you. again, if you need any help, please reach out to us at 281-909-7392. That's 281-909-7392. I'm going to practice my Hindi and Urdu right now. Dosto, <laughs> up uh, open forum. I know Kavita, you're going to judge me on this Hindi. Your Hindi is amazing. You're from Lucknow. I'm from Bombay. 
बॉम्बे की हिंदी तो अलग होता है बॉम्बे में मैं यही जो शब्द बोलूंगा बॉम्बे में दोस्तों आप अभी देख रहे हैं कि क्या बोले आप लोग को ऐसे नहीं दोस्तों हमारे स्टूडियो में कविता जी एंड कैरल जी आए हुए हैं जो सेवा इंटरनेशनल के बोर्ड पे हैं जो सेवा के वॉल्टियर्स हैं जो सेवा में काम करते हैं जो भी आप कहना चाहते हैं आज जो मैंने इनके साथ जो हमने गुफ्तगु की है और जो मैं समझा हूं आज हैज चेंज्ड अ लॉट बिकॉज मैं शुरू में मुझे भी पता नहीं था सेवा इंटरनेशनल क्या क्या करता है आज मुझे पता लगा कि यू गाइज आर जनरल प्रैक्टिशनर्स बेसिकली देर आर सर्टन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन जो बिल्कुल स्पेशलाइज है एजुकेशन करते हैं या हेल्थ करते हैं आप जो कर रहे हैं इट्स ऑल एंड रमेश जी जो यहाँ अभी अभी आए हैं इधर उनको हिंदी बहुत अच्छी आती है वो कहेंगे तू क्या बोल रहा है यार बट मैं मैं दरख्वास्त करना चाहता हूँ अपने सुनने वालों को कि जो इनका फंड रेजर अभी आ रहा है संडे को और उनके बारे में फिर से कविता जी से पूछेंगे उसमें अगर आप भाग लेंगे तो जो अंदर की जो इच्छा होती है हर इंसान की कि किसी को हेल्प करे लेकिन वो कर नहीं पाता क्योंकि ड्यू टू टाइम कंस्ट्रेंट्स और अदर कंस्ट्रेंट्स बट दिस इज अ गुड वे ऑफ गिविंग बैक टू द कम्युनिटी और आप अगर चाहें तो सेवा को चेक लिख सकते हैं आप उस दिन आके म्यूजिकल नाइट में बैठ के थोड़ा अच्छा खाना खा के फ्री पार्किंग लेके और हमें मिल सकते हैं हम सब उधर होने वाले हैं रमेश जी होंगे जगत भाई होंगे मैं भी उधर होऊंगा दिनकर भाई को भी खींच के लेके आएंगे अभी आके हमको मिलना सब लोग और ऑफकोर्स कविता जी भी होंगी कैरल भी होंगी तो इतनी हिंदी में मैं बहुत कुछ आपने बहुत अच्छा बोला रमेश क्या बोलना चाहता है तू क्या माइक तो शुरू कर माइक आपका ऑन ही है आपका ऑन है माइक हाँ बोलिए अब आपने माइक शुरुआत की है आपकी हिंदी भी मेरे से नमस्ते कविता जी नमस्ते कैसे आप तो ये सेवा के स्वयं सेवक यस यस इंटरनेशनल I genuinely mean it from the bottom of my heart that it was an absolute privilege to have them associate with us and vice versa and that 50% of the success of the event I can definitely say belong to Seva International mm. that's awesome to the 50% that's... and uh, because we both worked jointly collaborated yes. Yes. and uh, took on responsibilities and enjoyed the process during the period mm-hmm. uh, during that period I got to know what Seva International does yes and uh, it's an organization as you mm-hmm. should have discussed it in depth uh, so our listeners what's important is that the fundraiser that they have when you come and attend the fundraiser you you really are giving to yourself more than anybody else mm-hmm. and once you realize because seva international does seva does service to across the board houstonians irrespective of their caste creed color faith etc and as you said i i i use a more uh, loosely held term i call it a wal walmart of services mm-hmm. because they have a suite of services well i'm a physician we talk in you know general practice sure. type of yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. and 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 that's what i was going to my uh, this is a lovely segue into the question that i had in my mind how do you um you know and 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 three of us in this uh, ramesh uh, jagat and i we've been involved with so many different organizations right. and we've been to so many different fundraisers and a lot of them most of them all of them i should say do a fantastic job mm-hmm. but some of them are totally specialized pratham right. does a lot of the education in india and other places mm-hmm. now uh, you know and others cry does its mm-hmm. own thing how do y'all as the general practitioners collaborate collaborate with others or do you collaborate with others Everyone. like you did with i am yes. heroes etc can you give us a little spiel on that yeah spiel on that one so absolutely so our tagline guys is together we serve better we cannot do everything because what we are trying to do is solve the bigger problem uh which carol had alluded to earlier the social determinants of well being right 
So if I'm trying to fix somebody's education, but they're going hungry at home, they don't have electricity, they're not getting food on the table, that education piece is not going to work. Mm -hmm. So what we have identified is, and it's generally identified in the nonprofit world as social determinants of success or well-being, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we worked with kids in just in education for a good eight years. Mm -hmm. But we were seeing these families struggle day to day, pre-Harvey, post-Harvey, COVID, post-COVID. And it was a very conscious decision that we cannot just treat that one child who's coming and we are trying to work on his grades all the time, mm -hmm. but he's going back to a home where there is no mental peace. Right. There is no health. There is deficiency of food. There is no stability income-wise, right? So we consciously decided to do this. And each of these pillars, we have partners. For education, we have partnered with Harris County Department of Education, right. with Fort Bend ISD, with ALEAF. For environmental issues that we see, and Ramesh and I have talked about, we are planting 3,000 trees next three years with EPA. Yeah. So that's our partner. That's the grant you all got from Correct. them. Yeah. We are uh, solving hunger and uh, food deficiency in Fort Bend County with the help of the ARPA grant we got for Fort Bend. The Veterans Project was part of that initiative. So we have all these agencies that have specific role models. Congratulations. And, yeah. and we take these partnerships to the next level because remember this, SEVA's entire president, vice president, everybody from top to bottom who's giving 20 hours yeah. or more every day, none of them are paid. Right. right they are right. all, we only... Volunteers. Yeah. Yes, for every dollar that you give, only 6% goes to our costs. Right. Everything else is going back to the beneficiaries. That's why people are shocked how we can get so much. How are you mm -hmm. doing this? Like, so much. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how you guys are doing it. Right. But y'all are doing it. Because and we are keeping our bottom people, line very, very, yeah. and very And people lean. know about it. Correct. And, 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 and it's and, important to recognize yes. that not just our mainstream community, we have a very, very strong sponsorship from the local cities, yeah. uh, officials, the local agencies, Red Cross, EPA. FEMA, they all look at us and Council look at members. Yeah. yeah, those are something that we get a grant to do uh, 600 case management study um, cases for Harvey. We did 1,800. Oh, that's amazing. So always triple the effect yeah. uh, of what people sign up for. We deliver more because remember those volunteers, mm -hmm. they are everywhere. Yeah. Just yeah. today we had two events, 150 people, 5K walk just to mobilize the South Asian community mm -hmm. to take care of health. Oh, wow. Good Every deal. month, we are uh, doing a 5K walk with one partner agency. Like last month, it was HCA Hospital. We have just been approved by the uh, Chevron Marathon as mm -hmm. one of the beneficiaries of the marathon for 2025. That's amazing. So you do yeah. this. So it's happening. Yeah, Things it's happening. are happening. Yeah. Yes. When you, when I know when there's a, 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 a disaster you know, y'all react very quickly. So it's a Correct. very reactive response. Yes. Do y'all have a proactive response when you already know that there's Something a hurricane up? coming? Oh, and well, that's an end. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about this. Okay, my, tell us. My. I mean, do you, then, do you <laughs> hit a button and <laughs> volunteer? There should be a music thing playing right now. Yeah, tell us, <laughs> tell us about the proactive. Um, so we do. We have, uh, we were able through uh, the capacity building of the AmeriCorps program, uh, one of the things that we wanted to do was to work on disaster preparedness. Mm -hmm. Um, people talk about it, they have things that address it, but in, not in a very proactive way. And we took it upon ourselves to start training adults. Kavita mentioned the, the FEMA formula, a dollar for preparedness, six dollars saved in recovery. That's, that's a huge, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a great investment. So we wanted to do adults, but then we thought about it and we thought adults need to be trained. But they're harder to train. Mm -hmm. They have to change. They have, um, let's go after the kids. You start with a nine-year-old child who is at the age where he can assimilate mm -hmm. the information. Not that he's going to run out and put out the fire himself, but he will understand when mom or dad says, we now need to mobilize. Remember the drills that we've mm -hmm. done. We're going to take off. We, by the end of our year, uh, our service year this year, so it'll be July 2024, expect to have trained 10,000 children. No way. Mm -hmm. Online or you actually... Did In person. Oh my gosh. 
10,000. In person. Yeah. All over the in, country. In, that four, is. No, no, in, in Houston. Houston. In Houston. In so, and in Ailey Feisty and Katie and Spring Branch. Um, it, it's everyone wants it we knew that it there, there was, was need, there was yeah. a need for it um our idea long term of course is to expand yeah. but but we definitely there there is a need and and it's if you take a cue from the uh, stop smoking or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop littering who are the best targets for that you you get to children children yeah. grow up to be adults now who are prepared for right. a disaster and the disaster doesn't have to be a hurricane a fire in your kitchen is a huge emergency. Fantastic. Right. Ramesh, you had a question? Uh, are we going to wrap up this program yeah. otherwise? I, I think you're doing a phenomenal job, and they're awesome. 